Welcome to another episode of There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is January 14th, 2021. We are one week and one day removed from the so-called hillbilly coup attempt that took place in our nation's capital. I really don't know where to begin on this situation. Um, pretty much, there have been five confirmed deaths, including a Capitol Police officer who have they've come up with videos where they are showing him literally being beaten to death with American flags and Trump banners dragged down the stairs. I mean, you know, part of me is like, I still believe that this was staged, but it's like, I guess in some, some form, everybody didn't get the memo. Meaning that I believe that it was allowed. However, I believe that it became overwhelming and it got out of control. And like I said, the individuals, I guess in the back, in the background, didn't get the memo that this was going to be staged. You could, you could just see how the police, the Capitol Police reacted. Some of them even interacted with the participants. But I guess there were a group of people that they just, they didn't realize that this was acting. You know, the individuals where they showed dragging that police officer. Then there was another video of another police officer running. And really, my understanding that he was actually um, redirecting the individuals, prompting them to chase him so that they will stay away from a vital entrance. So, you know, kudos out to this individual. Um, you know, I'll say it, he's a black man. He was, you know, we definitely probably know he wasn't um, given the memo about this being something fake because you could see that was real fear on his face and there were real individuals chasing him. Then of course, you know, since then there was the impeachment for the second time of Donald Trump. There were a number of backlashes, businesses that actually have separated themselves from Republicans that pretty much have not distanced themselves from the president. The city of New York has issued, I guess, cancellations of contracts that are connected to the Trump industry. 
that's you know taking effect immediately or over the next six months. So you know, it's obvious these people didn't get the memo. This shit is real to them. But again, you know, if I had to start, I still believe that the true purpose of this so-called coup, the true purpose of the whole Trump administration was it was set up by foreign entities that assisted Donald Trump in becoming president. And I don't believe that it was their purpose to infiltrate the government, you know, to try to get classified material. I'm sure, you know, if it was given to them, they would have taken it. But I just, I, I don't, I don't believe that was their sole purpose. I think the sole purpose was to destroy the reputation that the United States has on the world stage. Now, let me be clear. I'm not saying that the United States has a halo over its head. I mean, we know the history of this country. We know how this country became a superpower. However, most of our citizens, they don't know how this country got to the status that it currently is in. Most of our citizens do not understand the concept of the superpower theory that this country has and how it is viewed by, you know, by the world. One of the things I've always stressed that you do not understand the power of the United States and the magnitude of the United States, the impact of the United States on the world stage until you leave out of the United States. And I'm talking about really from a military point of view. I have set foot on every continent and I can tell you on every continent, the United States has some type of impact throughout the world. I believe that that was the purpose for foreign entities to support, finance, and help Donald Trump to become president. However, I don't think in his four years up to the, to the, to the Capitol revolt, I don't think, I think he displayed or he got some things displayed from the world view, because there were, there were a number of politicians throughout the world that were prompted up and tried to imitate Donald Trump. He influenced a lot of rogue politicians. I mean, you know, supposedly Boris Johnson, the, um, I don't know what his title is, over in um, Great Britain. But, you know, supposedly, you know, you hear things, He's supposed to be their version of a Donald Trump. And even since then, if you notice, he has toned down his rhetoric. There were other politicians 
that, you know, was stated that Donald Trump influenced them. And they kind of, they kind of pulled back. But I think the real purpose for Trump was to damage the reputation. But I don't think he got the rise that these so-called foreign entities paid for. So with basically less than two weeks left in his term, because of course he fought like hell to get everything overturned. That's why he constantly to this day, he kept putting emphasis on election fraud and trying to get things overturned. I mean, pretty much, it, it makes me wonder if he fails this mission, what is he really going to have to give up or give back? It just, it just makes me wonder what is going to be the cause of his failure. Because let's be real. Yes, we had a coup, you know, the hillbilly coup, but really, it lasted, what? I mean, can we, you know, I don't even, from start to finish, what was the time? I mean, the Senate was in session to uh, finalize the electoral college voting. It was disbanded, and later that night, they finished. I mean, are we talking 10 hours max? And when we say uprising, what, how, how many people? You know, I've heard numbers as much as 8,000. We'll round it off 10,000. 10,000 hillbillies out of 350 million people. I don't even know what the percentage of that is. But it's, it's really, it's nothing. So this group of people for 10 hours were allowed, and let me emphasize that they were allowed despite the tragedy, and let me, let, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just keep it real. When I say tragedy, I'm talking about the one Capitol Police officer who was brutally murdered. The other four hillbillies that were killed for their shenanigans, you know, point blank, fuck them. That's, you know, that's my, you know, when I hear they, it was one in Georgia and her family was trying to, you know, put a spin on it and all this type of, you know what, fuck her. They knew who she was. They knew what she was about. They knew what she was going up there to do. And her ass, she got bucked and she ain't coming back. Okay, next page, let's keep it moving. But if that is those foreign entities idea of success, yeah. Donald Trump owed them a refund. So, I mean, you, you know, yes, it's a stain on this country, but really, it's not, if, if that's considered a stain, it's really, it's a spot. But at the same time, you can't, you know, you can't over, you know, you can't overlook it now. It happened. And it had to have happened with a number of inside help so it just shows you how bad how infiltrated our police system is
you know, but anyway, let's go to the next thing. Let's talk about impeachment. People are actually saying, why are we impeaching Trump with not, what, less than, what, what's the day today? Well, I said that, day 14, it's, it's six days. Why would you impeach him? Again, one of the things that lacks in our school system, probably even in college, is civics. People do not understand the benefits of being president of the United States. It as long as you complete your term, it don't matter if you had a popularity rate of 1% or 100%, you do your term, you're entitled to perks. And I'm not just talking about, you know, your salary and secret service protection for the rest of your life. You get you a, a presidential library, but there, there are other things that you are entitled to. You know, a lot of people don't realize a, a individual that served as president, they get a travel budget of like, my understanding is like a million dollars a year to go anywhere. They get, they get inside. There's some briefings that they are entitled to for the remainder of their lives, their family, all this stuff. If Donald Trump is impeached and it goes to the Senate that he should be removed from office. And to my understanding, of course, based on the setup of this whole thing, it is now being said that he can actually be still charged after he's out of office. So that, you know, that's, that's going to be some interesting stuff. But it's just that I don't think people understand what he can lose. It's just like, you know, I, you know, and it's funny, I was looking at other stuff like, like a football Hall of Famer. You know, we look at when a person is enshrined in Canton and they get the gold jacket and stuff like that. But I don't think people understand the perks that a Hall of Famer gets. It's just like a Medal of Honor winner. The, the, you know, the things that these individuals are entitled to for the rest of their lives. What's well, the same thing with the President of the United States? He stands to lose a great deal of resources if he is convicted and stripped of all of his benefits. Because the one thing that people don't really get that I really feel is the worst thing that Donald Trump fears the most, I guess, is losing his wealth. I mean, if you notice, right after that riot, of course, you know, the social medias, you know, they banded him and all this stuff, you know, finally, Donald Trump is saying, 
radical racist bullshit before he became president. Now all of a sudden, you know, Twitter, people forget, Twitter actually changed how many characters you could use because of Donald Trump. People forget, Twitter was a hundred, it was the same characters of sending a text message. And Twitter doubled it because of Donald Trump. So, you know, Twitter, you know, these fake motherfuckers talking about how he said this, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and all them talking about he said that and all these groups and stuff like that. Yeah, they wait. They wait to the end. Now they want to grow, a, you know, a moral conscience. And I even say that as an individual who account was suspended or uh, videos or information that I posted was taken down. And, and I'm thinking versus what the president of the United States has said, and you taking my shit down because of this? Or you suspending me for that? You know, you know, fuck them. It's, you know, but the biggest thing that you could do to a person like Donald Trump is take his money. Now, all of a sudden, you see him doing a 180 and toning down the rhetoric. Even like the concept of being impeached the second, because being impeached, that's nothing. I mean, yeah, okay, he's the first president in history to be impeached two times. I mean, that's, that is amazing in itself from start to finish. I mean, I, well, since it start to finish, it's like, really, in one year, back to back. But it's like, this time, the impeachment is jeopardizing his wealth benefits because people don't they people don't understand when businesses are now saying we're going to isolate ourselves from these individuals or like i said the state of new i mean well the city of new york you know we're cutting ties and it's just the beginning he's he's going to be a pariah and even to go back when, when you say, why are they doing this now? What people fail to realize is that it was planned by the Trump administration to actually go out and still continue to do tours. It was believed that he was going to go, I don't know if it was a nine city or a nine state tour. Oh boy, was going to just jump on Air Force One and just basically fly to several different places, really holding, basically holding Trump rallies. And I mean, let's be real. He was going to spew that same rhetoric, that same garbage he has been spewing for his four years. He had no intention of standing down, but for some reason, this, this impeachment, it changed something. Because now his wealth is being jeopardized on this go around. And see, it's plain, it's plain as day to see. That is what Donald Trump fears. You can fuck with his family. You can kidnap his kids. He don't give a rat's ass. 
but you fuck with his, his as Marshawn Lynch was a his chickens. Now we got a whole different humble individual because them videos now, and it's funny when you look at the videos. He'll he'll take a shot every now and then because he can't change his nature. He can't change who he is. But that tone, that rhetoric, you could tell it was, you know, he's reading something. But, you know, he's he's biting his lip at the same time. But he knows to save his money, his wealth, oh, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Let's talk about America. First and foremost, and again, this is my opinion. America, and I say United States of America. I know a lot of people hate it when we say America and they're talking about the United States. The United States of America is an organization. And it's an organization whose mission plan was to use any type of human suffrage that it could to get to their, their goals. I mean, the United States was built on white supremacy. It's, it's plain and simple. Like I said, this was their this was their business plan. This was their mission plan was to become the leader of the superpower countries and to not only once they reached that status, it was to use that same white supremacy concept to maintain that status. So when people say this is the history of this country, you know, since 1775, but even really before that, that's when they gained their independence. This country, it cannot go back. It, you know, and I don't want to say it can't, but they're going to fight like hell to stop that from happening. You know, I, I don't know I don't know how how else to put it when individuals are saying things like change needs to come, you gotta understand when you're trying to change something, it's like it's like cutting weeds at the top and you just trimming it down. But you're not really you're not going in the ground and digging up the roots. You're not killing the roots. So basically, you're just trimming off the top and it's just gonna sprout, it's just gonna sprout back. It's like a garden snake, it's like a gecko. You cut its tail off and it's just gonna grow back. That's the United States. Now, one of the things I feel that has happened is a sleeping giant has been slightly awoken. But I don't know, I don't know if 
it is that woke to really fight the change. You know, when I when I when I think about a situation, you know, I think about South Africa and the apartheid when it was abolished in 1990. The thing about South Africa, South African, is that unlike the United States, they embraced and acknowledged there was racism and division among their people. And when I said embrace, they didn't embrace the they didn't embrace it saying we approve of this. They embraced the idea that it existed. See, we have so many people in this country, particularly white people in this country, and there's some black people too, other races also, that are instead they're still in denial. And see the thing about the white people in South Africa, they had a fear of change. So when apartheid was abolished and black African, black South Africans were getting control, of course, those white people, they rose up, they fought, you know, they, they bucked the system. But then when they started seeing black South Africans taking control, they, they became fearful. More so to the point where they realized, okay, they're going to eventually do to us what we have been doing to them throughout the history. It's the same concept in this country. White people have shitted on everybody. And now they're so afraid that if these people of color get into power, that they're going to do unto them what they have been doing to them all the time. That's all it is. That's, 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 that's all it is. The thing with the white South Africans, when they realized that the racism was real, they basically did one simple thing. They left. And they went to basically white friendly countries. Now, personally, do I believe that this is going to happen in the United States? No. I, I, it's just, that's just, you, you, you don't grow up saying, I, I want to go to South Africa. You really don't even grow up to say, I want to live in London or other nice places on the world. You, know, you just don't, as Americans, we don't think like that. But what it has to, what has to happen is, a group of white people who has that racist mindset. It's not saying that they're going to change. I don't believe in that. But I believe that they're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to stay here, but I just got to shut the fuck up. And I got to put my, my hood, my cross burning kit uh, back in the, under the house. Um, just fold up my my clan robe and just put it in the in the root cellar or whatever they keep them shits. But the thing is, 
the, for us to get an understanding is you got to have an understanding of the history of this country. And I don't think people really fully understand the, the root, the basis of how the United States, how the United States came into being. And like I said, it's, it's, this country is it's an organization. It's a, it's a business. You know, all that, you know, land of the free, you can, you know, land of the opportunity and all that shit. You know, yeah, okay, it's there. But what do you have to do to get there? I mean, you know, I've been in a situation, like I said, I remember during the Obama administration where he, he was a Democrat, he had the House, he had the Senate. And I remember absolutely not a damn thing was done. Okay, well, 12 years later, we're right back at the same situation. I want to believe that it's going to be different. One, I mean, a lot of the same players, 12 years later, they're right here. I mean, Joe Biden, he was vice president. He's now president, so he knows full well what that looked like. So my thoughts would be that they just gonna come out running. I mean, I saw how he um, selected Merrick Garland, Garland for um, Attorney General, which I thought, I just love that, the irony of that. But you know, my thing is, it's not just saying we control it. It's not even just saying we got to run with it. We got to do things. You also got to get the American people to see how fucked up the Republicans are. You got to call them out and you can't let them off the hook. I think, I think one of the things that need to be done immediately is the Voting Rights Act. One of the things that John Lewis just pushed and pushed and pushed. Put this shit on the floor with the Republicans now having to say on, on record how they oppose this bill and film, I say film, I mean, you know, okay, record or whatever, you know, what's the term they use today? them debating openly why they would not support this bill. That, and, and start off with this, so that people can see firsthand, so they can see firsthand as to the views, despite everything that has happened, so they can see Firsthand, how racist the Republican senators are. And then from there, 
continue on with other issues. Yes, you want to do the things like the stimu another stimulus um, package. You know, you know, everybody focusing on the $2,000, but also the ones that would uh, forbid people from being removed from their home, uh, rent protection, businesses um, going out, because they're going to have to shut the country down to get a hold of this um, COVID. Then you got to, you know, set up the um, vaccines, all this type of stuff. This is going to require a huge amount of the stimulus package. This, these are the things that this White House, the House, the Senate, all need to be working on and allow for these things to just take shape. Don't sit there and just wait to the midterms because you got, when you get to the midterms and they are regrouping and they can use all these things against you, then what happens is you lose one of the house or you lose Senate seats. They should be in a position with all the things that has happened in the last four years, in the last four days, they should be able to have so much leverage, so much motivation that any Senate seat, any House seat that was like wavering, they should be able to just take that. They should be able to solidify more seats in the Senate and in the House. It shouldn't even be a threat that they can go backwards. And if they do these things and just keep moving forward, they should be able to control all levels of the government for a generation easily, easily. Then, you know, you, you, you start doing things like setting the courts up. Yeah, you know, I don't believe in stacking the courts. If, if, this, if the Supreme Court is set, let it stay that way. But one of the things you've got to realize that people need to understand, the ripple effect. I mean, right now, the next, the next Supreme Court justice that looked like they about to step down is Justin Stephen um, Breyer. Um, my dude, he's up there. But people don't understand. I don't think people understand how things are even set. Because like right now, Merrick Garland, who Joe Biden has stated that he's going to be attorney general. He is connected to the D.C. Court of Appeals. So with him moving up to the attorney general's position, this would leave a vacancy. President Biden can use that that opportunity to fulfill that seat with a judge, um, her last name, um, I think it's Katanja, I'm not sure, K-E-T-A-N-J-I, last name Brown Jackson. It was believed that 
she was one of the candidates that President Obama was looking at to become the first black female justice, Supreme Court justice. This, this is, it's a no-brainer. Stephen Byers stepped down, Judge Jackson, it should be her, um, that should be her seat. I mean, these are the things that have to be done with this, this government. And there's nothing standing in the way. But the only thing that can hinder them, if they fuck it up and make people mad, and in two years, people go to the poll, and two more senators are removed from the Democrats, and boom, they got the majority back. Just like that. But if they hit the ground running, putting things in place, and I'm not even just saying things like, you know, $2,000 check, but I mean, a $2,000 check that is used by families that will help them stay afloat, help businesses, help the families of business owners stay afloat so that they can survive the pandemic. And once all this is over, because it's not gonna do no good if we vaccinate everybody. Corona's, let's just say Corona's done. But now everybody's out of work. Everybody's unemployed. I mean, you just, you, you resolve one problem and if anything, you made a worse problem. You can't, we can't have that. You, you just, it, it, it just can't, you can't have that. So pretty much, um, these are just, you know, my, my ideas. Again, another thing, you know, just to finish out, one of the things that still, it just, it still baffled me. 75 million people voted for Donald Trump. And those 75 million people, they still out there. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say Joe Biden should try to pander to them. Because I always said my, the only thing I criticize Barack Obama, first of all, well, I say two things. First of all, he should have never shown his birth certificate. When, I, when he did that shit, that shit made me so mad. Fuck, fuck you gonna show somebody your birth certificate because they questioning where you live at or where you from. Get the fuck out of here. Now, you know, that shit was crazy. I was disappointed. But you know, the biggest thing that I just felt that Obama spent too much time pandering and catering to individuals that were never going to accept him because they were not going to accept him because of the color of his skin. And no matter what he did, they were not going to change that. So I say to Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, fuck these people. Do what is good for the American people. These people, these hillbillies, 
They're going to they're gonna take those checks. They're going to spend those checks and still give you the middle finger. So don't waste your time pandering to them. That's it. Again, as always, I love to hear your feedback. Love to hear your questions. Love to hear your views. Please, I would love to hear your corrections on anything I said. If you feel that everything I said was on point, I'd love to hear that. If you said that everything that I said was full of shit, I'd love to hear that as well. Until then, stay safe. Wear your mask. God bless. Until next time, this has been an episode of There's a System to This Madness. I am Osaze Shabazz. You all take care.